Welcome to Nintendvania, a fortnightly Nintendo gaming podcast. I'm your host Josh, or JT if you like, and in this episode, we are talking about the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Direct, Fire Emblem 3 Warriors 3 Hopes, just getting released. It's not 3 Warriors 3 Hopes, is it? I've stuffed that up. No, it is. I said three, Fire Emblem oh, three, 3 Warriors 3, three Houses hopes. 3 Hopes. <laughs> Pokemon Snap arrives on the <laughs> Nintendo Switch Online service. And we're going to talk about this other supposedly leaked new Fire Emblem game. And to help me navigate through this episode, I'm joined by a very special guest. This person is an RPG and strategy fan who really was born to be my guest for this episode. He's a very talented prop maker and cosplayer who loves to leave the beard on, regardless of the character now. Making his third appearance on the show, two more and he can redeem a free coffee. It's Beardface Props. Hello. I'm back, baby. You're back. The people wanted more and we gave it to them. That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on again. Not a problem at all. Uh, much appreciated. Hey, how you been? What's uh, what's going on? I've been fine. Life's been a thing. Life's a thing, isn't it? Yes. Um, minimal money, minimal time. So, I just play games to cope. That's right. That's it. That's all I do. <laughs> You do, the, you do the smart thing, you, you buy the game, but you actually play it instead of just keep buying games and never playing them. Yes, because I have this thing now where money is so important to me. If I'm not getting my money's worth out of it, I'm visibly stressed. That's right. Till the last drop. Yes. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. I'm on my fourth playthrough of Elden Ring. Because fourth? I, yes. Wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to milk this game for everything that it's worth. That's awesome. So you're doing like different classes and different characters and yeah, yep. Man, I'm, four. Do you like? I'll either go into like new game plus and I like do another playthrough and then like keep building on a character, or I just like start again. Wow, I, I can't imagine how many hours now you've put into that to get to. to yeah, I don't want to look. No, I don't want to look because <laughs> yep. it's going to be too many. Yeah, but that's like yeah, full value received out of this game now. Oh yeah, yeah. And every time, yeah, every time you do it, it's like. It's different because, like, you, you play through as like the big bonk smasher, like strength character, and then yeah. like, oh, I'm just gonna play as a mage now. Yeah, it's like it's different. Be different time. enough, and you can make it harder for yourself as well. Yeah, oh, nice, <laughs> man. That's that's crazy. It's but- desperation, <laughs> desperation. But because the game's so good, you you want to do it, don't you? It's not yeah. like you're forcing yourself to. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it is an incredible game. I've only heard amazing things about it, so um. I recommend it to anybody who is a glutton for punishment, first off. Yes. The game is hard, but at the same time, it is not as hard as some of the other uh, Souls or Bloodborne Sekiro games that yeah. made. So, not as bad, but... Not as bad. Yeah. But still, it's hard. Yeah. If you still, like, chokehold, then, uh, yeah, that's yeah. the way to do it. I-, I will eventually get it. I will. I, uh, yeah. It's-, it's just one of those games that just I hear too many good things about. And- yeah. Um, uh, sort sort of genre defining, isn't it? So it's just something that yeah, everyone seems to or has to pick up at some point. Yeah, it's an experience that everybody should go through. I think. Yeah, there's there's something about like it's really humbling because you'll go through like a new area and you'll be like doing great. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm at a good level, feeling good. I'm acing out like every bad dude that I come across. And you wander into some cave, and like some guy just absolutely floors you with like <laughs> his basic ass moves and like you run like you fight your way through this whole cave just like sweating and you meet the boss and it's like sit down 
like you don't know anything. Yeah, yeah. Gets, you, you get put in place. Yeah, you get absolutely put in your place, and you're stuck there for five hours as a matter of pride trying to beat this guy. <laughs> and then at the end of it, you get like a ring or something like that. And it's like, oh, great. This doesn't suit me at all. Uh, I'm not going to use it, yeah. but I did it. <laughs> I got there. This item is absolutely worthless to me. I'm so glad I did this. <laughs> what is my life at this yeah. point? <laughs> you're questioning everything. <laughs> this reminds me, like, like I'm playing Xenoblade 2 at the moment, and like I'll, I'll go around, and most of the monsters, you know, that they guide you. It's it's a similar level. Yeah. You can fight them. But then there's always that level 81 massive gorilla that I, I just have to keep avoiding. But yeah. I, I, I try to... I'm still near at the start of the game, but I try to cut across. And the gorilla sees me every time and just kills me one guy. Yeah. I think I know the exact guy that you're talking about. Yeah. Well. It's just... that they, they did it deliberately to sort of show, like, you don't want to, like, yeah. venture too far out when you're not ready. Otherwise, you're going to get absolutely they- poleaxed and <laughs> not have fun. They did that in... Uh- in the first game and um, X as well, you just be walking yeah. around just like having a great time, and then there's like this dinosaur that's like the size of, you know, a skyscraper. And it's like, oh, good, <laughs> that's great. <Yeah. laughs> like, I think I don't even know. I don't think I got to a stage in the definitive edition where I could have taken one on either. I reckon I finished the game in the high sixties level wise. Yeah, and so maybe if I knew a certain way how to fight them, I could, but that's still, like, 10, 12 levels above what I was. Yeah, there's, like, considerable amount of grinding. Yeah, extra grinding just to do it. Yeah. But I suppose that'd be cool just to, it's, like, yeah. give it back to them. Yeah. Like like the Lionel in Legend of Zelda when you finally yeah. have the strength to yeah. beat it the first time after getting, like, destroyed all those <laughs> times before. Yeah, that's right. Even then, you still don't have enough hearts and you're just relying on parries. Yeah, that's it, <laughs> just to get it through. But, yeah, thank you for coming on. We have a very... Like, lots of stuff to go through today. Um, lots of things that I feel you like with Xenoblade and Fire Emblem as well. And so, yeah, thanks again for coming on. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. So, before we get into the news and the other stuff. So, you mentioned you are playing Elden Ring. Um, anything else you've been playing? What's the... Uh, triangle Strategy as well. Uh, it's like the Switch game that I've been on. And uh, I've been going through... The like the second story in Xenoblade Definitive Edition. I want to finish yep. that before the new one comes out. Yep. Um, but that's it. Okay, like the post game. Yeah. Bit. Um, yeah. I can't. It's got a name. Yes. Yeah. I know the one you mean. Um. Yeah. I think I only got halfway through it and I didn't finish it in the end. Yeah. So, but yeah, they did. Um. Yeah, they did the extra DLC for it. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's what I've been playing through. Whatever it's called. Yep. Yeah, we'll find it later, and I can insert it here right now like I know what it is. Yeah. The extra content offered in Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition on the Nintendo Switch family of systems is called Future Connected. Yeah, nice. How are you finding Triangle Strategy now that you've uh, probably put a bit of time into it, I'd say? It's, it is good, and the best piece of advice I can give anyone who plays it is when you start the game, make sure you don't misclick and choose hard mode because that completely changes your experience with the game. I slogged my way through the first couple of chapters, wondering why even the slightest wrong move just completely got my team decimated. I didn't know why. I was like, what is going on? Why is this game so difficult? Damn. And then I realized, because you know, I just like turned my switch off like on sleep. I wasn't going into like my file like and like selecting it again. Yeah. Seeing like what mode I was on. And after I like had it like a man tantrum and I was like 
I can't do this. Like, this game is too difficult. This game sucks. It defeated me. <laughs> I came back to it and I realized I'm on hard mode in like my first playthrough. Yep. Which is like meant to be reserved for like New Game Plus or Yeah, so whatever. you don't do it the first time. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> this this sucks. What have I been doing? And then I changed it to like easy. <laughs> yep. This is just like, this is amazing now. I'm having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> so not even normal mode, you like switched the dial all the way down to easy. Yeah. No shame. I put it straight on yep. easy. I yep. suffered enough. And yeah, I had such a better time. Yeah. Nice. It was so much fun. So yeah, choose a, a mode you're comfortable <laughs> with. Don't accidentally choose hard mode because it sucks. Yeah. Don't think you're a man by thinking uh, you choose hard mode and yep. that's the way to do it. That uh, doesn't work like that. Yeah. So you can't change the, the difficulty setting halfway through. Is that no, you how can. You can. Yep. Okay. You just didn't realize I that. Just did, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't yep. know what setting I was on. Yeah. Well, that's good. At least you progressed a little on the hard, and then you didn't have to recite everything. <laughs> I got. I think I was like five chapters in. Yeah. And like I was brought to tears. Oh no! <laughs> what was happening? Oh. It, was, it was unreal. Because <laughs> you were so excited for the game, and I you're was like, so stoked. You're thinking then it's not like meeting your expectations. It's, it's like, so hard. It's like how is like, like <laughs> I'm good at these games. Why is this so shit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm physically not strong enough to beat any of these people. <laughs> I've been on Nintendvania and I've voiced how good I am at these hard games. Yeah. I love to punish myself. And oh. yet I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awful. Damn. No. Once I changed it over, I had a great time. Yeah. No, good. Enemies were actually scaled properly to my level and I could beat people. Mm. Yeah. Without nice. having to like grind multiple levels, which gets like really stupid hard. Yeah. It's like once you're like when you're a level below someone, you get a good amount of experience for beating them. But then once you're like the same level or a level above, you get like four experience points okay. for killing somebody. Yeah. When like you're a level below, you get like forty experience yeah. points. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you, you're normally going to beat someone a level below you, but yeah. to beat someone par or above, you have to use the strategy. You have to go above and beyond, and yeah. they so- sort of reward you for that, I suppose. Yeah. Don't they? Yeah. So trying to grind my, myself up to like try and beat these like ultra hard enemies like get strong enough i was like taking me hours and i was like this sucks this sucks god this damn really sucks <laughs> i hate this <laughs> <laughs> no it's good i'm glad you're liking it now um so it, it looks gorgeous the uh, 2d uh, h 2.5 hd remasters yeah um of the pixel arts awesome i know it's not a remaster it's a new game but um you know square are doing this again with live alive that sort of same style and yeah. vibe and that's next month as well so it's already yeah really yep next month oh I think it comes out a week before Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh, no. And so I don't know what Nintendo was thinking. I know they brought the, the date forward to bring Xenoblade Chronicles 3 a bit uh, earlier in the schedule. But um, for strategy RPG fans uh, or JRPG fans, you know, th- those two weeks, if you're picking both up, are going to be, be a rough month. Y- y- you will have to make a choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, it will be one or the other. I c- cannot really see someone successfully playing both at the same time. No. You'd have to park one. Yeah. Choose one. They're vastly different games. I don't imagine... Well, when I start a new game anyway, there's like, you know, that learning curve when you start like like a new like RPG, I mm. guess. Learning like the, like the system, like the, how the battles work, like what the hell is going on in the story. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't do that with two games at once. That drive me crazy. I'd be crazy. It's... Yep. And for such like time heavy games you need to yeah. dedicate yourself to. Yeah. As well. Yeah. So... That's like... Yeah. 
well, we'll get into the the chat about Xenoblade Three, but that's one thing that I hope is better mm. in this game. In this game, I don't want to have to be slogging out, you know, fifty hours of the game before we actually get some meat <laughs> and structure to the story. Yeah, to get into the actual nitty gritty of it. Yeah, yeah. But you'll be p- picking up Live Alive, you reckon? Eventually, yeah. yes. Okay, so the choice is later on. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think I might be the same. Um, There's two games that I'm committing my wallet to next, and it's Xenoblade Three and Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, and that's really all yes. I have like planned. Yeah. <laughs> I Outside mean, of those two, I need to hold on to my money. Honestly, that will get you through the rest of the year. I easily. think it will. There's enough there to keep me busy. Yep. And you'll have nine playthroughs of Elden Ring by then, so they'll be good. You'll yep. learn. Yeah. <laughs> I've already platinumed the game. There's <laughs> nothing left. Oh, you platinumed as well? Yeah. Man. Yep. <laughs> good effort. It. There's nothing left for me to accomplish. It's just entertainment. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> I just think it's neat, you know? <laughs> I just think it's neat. <laughs> It's just neat at this point in time. That's it. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, well, for me, I've um following this direct for Xenoblade Chronicles three. Um, I thought it was really good. We'll get into the details later on. Um, got me really motivated to to keep going with Xenoblade Chronicles two. I keep hearing, you know, it takes a little while to build on. Um, I probably haven't quite as gone into it as I did with uh, How the first many hours game. Are you into it? I'm fifteen hours in. Yeah. You, you've got a bit more. Yep. So, I'm near the end of chapter three, I believe. And, yeah, still a bit to go. So You're in Gormot? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And so, um, you know, it's... I'm... Yeah. I think because the first one, I never played anything like it on a Nintendo console before. And I was so, so captivated by it, the story, even the voice acting, and just and just what happens. It, it, even playing a massive JRPG like that where there's things getting thrown at you everywhere. Like, the complexity yeah. is really high. Yeah. And so, um, this second one, I've been a little bit lukewarmish too, um, but I've enjoyed it a lot more the last week or so as I've sort of gotten better understanding. I feel there's a bit more happening in the story. Yeah. Um, like, the a thing that I found like that was, that was key to my enjoyment of it was, like, learning how to actually fight things. Mm-mm. Like, once you learned how to, like, use the battle system properly, it added, like, a lot more to my enjoyment of the game. Because, like, if you weren't doing it right, the, like, a simple battle can take, like, you know, 10 minutes to finish. Yeah. And it was just, like, it was a slog until I learned, like, how to actually use it. And then, like, battles went, like, a breeze. Yeah, straight away kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I, I picked up pretty quickly that the pyro blade wasn't quite working for me at the time and so i switched the blade up to another one and it was instantly a lot better yeah um so that's that really worked well for me um and then you just got to spend the time like when you go to the shops and to craft gems and to upgrade your gear you gotta you gotta sort of like make sure you're choosing the right thing staying on top of it and yeah it's it's a you got to try and understand it a bit so um definitely getting there with it yeah and uh I know that I'll, uh, yeah, I'm drawing it more and I know it will just build from that and be a nice little precursor to three when uh, that does come out, which is just over a month away. So. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil anything for you, like, with um, with the ending of two, so I don't want to, like, talk too much about the story. Thank you. I'm, I'm interested to see how it all connects with one, two, and three. Yes, if there is a, yeah, because... The vibe I get is you don't really need to know too much about one to play two, and then it will. But you know, I'm I'm only part way through two, so yeah. unless something 
big happens later on. You're right. You don't need to have played one to enjoy two and vice versa. You don't have to know yeah. anything about two to play one. But I feel like you need to know... You're going to have to know a little about both to know what's happening in three. In three, yep. I think. Yeah. That's the vibe I'm getting. The material I've read is that they're trying to spin it as well that you don't need to know that. Mm. So Nintendo's trying to go with, you know... Because the, these are such heavy games in terms of lore and, and complexity with how you play them. Yeah. That it could be a little intimidating to get new people in. So that was one of the things I read on their website. Um, and I got emails as well that was just saying that um, they're trying to like, no, you can play this as a standalone three and, and still enjoy a it. Of, a lot of explaining, I'd feel. Yeah. If, you know, certain things come up that just be like, like, this is what happened here. Like, this is the backstory behind this bit. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know. Don't yep. know about that. <laughs> no, fair. Fair. But I'll leave that to them. If they think that uh, that it can be played with like with no prior knowledge, then cool. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let, let them market the game and, and uh, you know, we can we can judge differently yeah. if we if we think that's the case. Regardless, I'll know what's going on. That's right. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, outside of that, um, played a bit of... I haven't really properly stuck with the game for for a little while now, so I feel like I've been playing little things, yeah, and not fully. I'm I'm continuing that trend. I bought uh, Star Wars Racer for the Switch, yep, and so this is Pod Race based on Episode One, yep. Uh, played this as a kid, um, absolute banger of a game, loved it. Um, and then coming back to it now with you know uh, the cleaned up visuals, you know the uh, uh, on the Switch, so modern ish hardware now. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? Um. It holds up better than I thought. Yeah. And I found it hard as a kid to play, and I can understand that now a bit more. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's one of those games where you sort of... There's enough complexity there to sort of try and work to master it, to upgrade, to get the newer pods, and to, yep. to go through the different... Who's the your character? Cups. Who's your go-to? I don't know the character. Mickey might know it. I'm, I'm looking at her right now. I don't know. It, it was a pretty... It's an it's an alien. That's right. What color? Green, smallish. Gasgano. Is it? Yeah, that's familiar. It's Gasgano. Good on yeah. you for him. That's awesome. That's. Uh, He's got like four arms, like really uh, long neck guy. He seemed pretty short to me. The one with the goggles on, Michaela's saying, and a little helmet. Rats. Rats Terrell. Wow. Rats Terrell. Maybe. Maybe. I mean. Uh, for those who don't know Beardface Alex, you are very much a Star Wars fan. Yeah, you know massive. a lot about the characters. And, and, massive. And uh, for, for me, Doctor Who would probably be my thing, but for you, Star Wars, is, Star Wars. is your yeah. thing. And so you're you're the one to go to in these such matters. Um, our, our uh, I'm going to call her our producer. I feel like Michaela's just uh, look, <laughs> looking it up for us in the background as, as we talk, just to, just to ensure that uh, <laughs> we need to do a microphone, yeah, to chip in. But there's a lot of characters to unlock, I think. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, it's, it's cool. different races and stuff. Mm. And they're all sort of like like in the movie. If you go back and watch like, the, the race scene now, you can like you can pick different like characters that were there in the movie. Yeah. You can yeah. see their races and stuff. It's which like, which oh. is cool. Like That's what you want. You want to know about these characters a bit more, what they're yeah. called and, and, and what's, what's about their pod that is cool. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and there, what strengths does it have? Like, there's others that like aren't in the movie. I don't know whether they're just like concept art that never made it, or but yeah, there's just like strange characters that you never actually saw, you never saw yeah. their, their pods or anything, but they're just like there, just there. Yeah. yeah. 
that's cool. And then like, like it's not just on Tatooine. You got you're like your different race courses on different planets, and so it's it's cool that they like, they've had a bit of creative freedom to create these different worlds and yeah, and and some of the courses are pretty intricate and cool, coolly designed. I feel yeah, and like that was like that game was sort of like uh for it was like the first time we saw some planets that were only like sort of mentioned mentioned in yep. movies like um like Malastair and um the others you know them <laughs> you've done very well to this point cuz <laughs> i know none of this information you've given me so <laughs> thank you for adding this to a Nintendovania. um but no that was a very very cool game when it came out yeah i sank a lot of time into it that's it you guys have another special connection because uh, both you both played it, but then your mum easily got into it and, and loved it. Yeah, mum mum would whoop the shit out of us. I love that. She was better than anybody yes, else. Yes, that's so good. I think because she actually understood what each of the different like, stats meant. <laughs> she read and understood know? the instructions. Yeah, she actually knew what like improving acceleration and top speed did. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, shapes and colours. <laughs> well... Well, well, Mickey had to tell me how to do the booster thing, so I don't think I ever learned that properly as a kid playing yeah, it. Yeah. And so, like, the fact you got to push the thumbstick forward yeah. and then press A at the yeah. right time, and then you can hold it until, like, you don't want your ship to explode. Yeah. And Bad so, news. like, I didn't know that as a kid, and so she had to explain it to me when we played it last week. So, <laughs> yeah, fun- funny that, you know, read the instructions and then yeah, you'll know how to play the tell. game. Yeah. <laughs> Did you find the character, Michaela? <laughs> On Dudbolt, looking up the characters now, she is. We can... Maybe guess Garno? Obi Mandrill. Odi Mandrill. Does that sound familiar, Alex? I mean, yeah, he's a character. He's in there. But I don't know if he's the one that you're racing. The one, as. yeah. Maybe. If we saw the flag, I don't know. Alex can talk for the next 10 seconds while I turn on my switch to, to definitively find the answer. Yeah, sure. Let's. Uh, we're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to really get to the bottom of this now because otherwise it's going to drive me crazy for the rest of the show <laughs> we won't be able to do a, a, a good performance i feel if we don't know yeah got to, uh, i need to know the answer yeah that's right is he ra- are you rats terrell are you that far yet so he's I, not in that I don't first, think like I, tournament I, bracket okay yeah and then i haven't i need to upgrade to find you know i've unlocked i reckon five or six new yep characters so i need to like you know upgrade because i'm sure they're better some yeah them, some of them not, not all of them, but... Uh, I have a feeling you're Gascano. Gascano, is, I think, is it. Um, so, if I go to tournament, I go into the bar now. I will shorten this up in the Because he's, like, the, he's the only character that's got, like, definitively green racer, I feel. Yeah. Um, let's... I am... I am Gascano. Yep, you're correct. And it is a longer dude. I was thinking the shorter one, but we did see natural... Yeah. Phantom Menace the other other day. Wow, so. it actually looks great. <laughs> it looks so much better than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah, like the graphics are yeah. great. They, they've cleaned it up, so there's no like fuzz and 3D and, and weird pixel sort yeah. of haze anymore. It's just like the polygons in all their glory. I hooked it up on like my my modern TV with the old Nintendo 64 and tried playing it like that. Yeah, and it's like it's like a webcam from 2005 everything's yeah. <laughs> like heavily pixelated and grainy and yeah it's uh you know you're like damn i put up with that you know yeah yeah i'm just going to give alex the uh switch now so he can cycle through the different characters Actually, that i've unlocked really good. oh my god and Bud he- sang <laughs> who's that like can i say that one <laughs> he he was the he was the goat man <laughs> oh wow he's, he's so good. man massive head small body yeah. why do you look like that <laughs> Who designed that? 
they were being evil that day. They just uh, oh my god, that's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> we might have to play a bit later. That's uh, Fud Sang. There you go. But no, no, Sabolba. I, I imagine that's near the end, Sabolba. Yeah, he's pretty end game. Yeah, that's uh, so. Oh, we'll get there eventually. So that'll be good. So yeah, been playing that one. Um, the other one that I've mainly been playing um, outside of Mario Strike is is Infernax. So this is a uh, sort of indie game, like a, a Metroidvania style game, uh, heavily inspired by the Castlevanias and Metro- Metroids. So right before. up your alley. Very much my alley. I'm uh, very much realizing that uh, the Vanias are very much my kind of jam. Yeah. You know, you got your set map. You walk, you walk around. You beat bosses. You unlock new areas. And Exploration, backtracking. Uh, yeah, that's that, that kind stuff. of thing. I used to hate backtracking in video games. Yeah. Um. But now I, I, I really don't mind it. So Okay, that's good. It's weird, isn't it? I just, yeah, how I've changed in terms of preference. When I was young, I never understood it because it's like I should be going forward. Yeah, that's it. Why am I going backwards? Yeah. So, um, that's uh, same with me. And that's why I think the Metro Prime games in 3D as well, I didn't enjoy that part as much. Yeah. But the yeah. 2Ds, I don't think I mind as yeah. much compared to the 3D stuff. Okay. But um, this, this is like very much. Uh, stylized to be retro um, with the pixel art 2D style um, but but the controls are really crisp and you know so, some of these indie titles you know you, you play a lot of Nintendo games and they're very good with the controls mm. um, that's one thing they do really well and even platforming they make, they make platform games all the time and so um, everything feels tight and, and, and really good and so this one um, feels really good and, and I say that because, like, I played Hollow Knight before and that took me ages to sort of get my head around because that feels yeah. and moves different. Hollow Knight's, like, it's a bit floaty. It's, yeah. It's not, um, it's not like you said, it's not crisp. It's a difficult game. It's, it's very difficult. And then one I haven't finished, but, again, it's a Metrovania and I've heard, and it's amazing. Yeah. So, um, I do have it. So, I will, yeah, be one I will get to. This one's really cool and simple. It's, you know, you you. Uh, it's got all the classic aspects. You're leveling up either your health, your strength, or your mana. You can learn uh, spells that can assist you do extra damage. You upgrade your armor and weapons. Yep. And then you go around the map sort of making choices about whether you want to help someone for good or, or maybe not so good purposes. And okay. so there's little things that can be affected by the outplay of the game. Yeah. And so uh, a little bit of variability, you don't know quite know what's going on okay early on you're like you want to make do you want to help this uh demented looking beast try and help it or uh, or not um or, or kill it but by you helping it it becomes into an even bigger monster that tries to like hunt you in a boss battle and so oh, okay. you kind of you deal with those sorts of things <laughs> and and so that that was an early one so early on it's like if i'm nice am i gonna suffer more in this game and so it's like a lot of uh, maybe if i do the more evil thing it's going to be easier but, but that, that, that plays into life in general isn't yeah. it you do evil things because they're probably a bit easier to do and you get away with it so yeah. um it's a cool way to sort of uh, bring that to light well 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 if it isn't the consequence <laughs> of my own actions, <laughs> of my own actions <laughs> that's it and so like you got little um uh, uh little uh dungeons i'd call them you're sort of in these sort of uh bigger levels where you sort of you don't want to die because you, you get brought back to, like, your last save point. Okay. Um, this very sort of classic mode where, you know, you don't want to die. Yeah. But then there's the option you can pay a bit of coin to sort of not do that and sort of 
uh, get spawned at the last sort of door that you entered yeah. or exited from. So they've got a bit of option there, but um, been trying to stick to the classic mode and uh, keep playing it through like a bit more of a traditional Castlevania slash Metroid game. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's been great fun. It's it's not it's good. N- nothing very new or revolutionary, but it's like taking cool bits of all games in the genre and putting mm. it into into one nice little title. So, have you played The Messenger? I have not. That's what, after after this, I can I'll show you The Messenger. The yes. Messenger. Okay. Yeah. I think you'll really like that one. Mm. Very cool game. Okay. Blasphemous is another uh, Metroidvania kind of um Souls-like hardness difficulty of Avania yeah. as well. So, um, yeah, just uh, ever since, you know, getting really big into Castlevania and Metroid, you know, all these other indie games who make the genre. Yeah. It's a very easier, like, much easier one to make, isn't it, in a 2D space. And so, yeah, um, there's some really good ones out there. So, yeah, been having a lot of fun yeah, cool. with that one. And then the last one, of course, is Mario Strikers Battle League Football. I've had this for a couple of weeks now. Love the gameplay and how the matches are played. You played a bit with me now uh, the yep. other week. Uh, I think you, you really enjoyed it as well. I did enjoy it. It was there's a lot to learn about it, mm. but the the more reviews and things that I see like of like, from like Twitch streamers and YouTubers and stuff who've had the game for a while, is that there's really not a whole lot after like yeah. Like, it's, it's shallow in terms of yeah. gameplay depth. Like once you once you've like done the tutorial and you jump into like playing a game, like that's pretty much it. You've yeah, learned everything that there is. Yeah, that's it. And so it, it's weird because it's 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 that weird mix of it's a complex game to master, but it's a simple game to play and and start straight away. Yeah. Because after I played with you, I played with my brother the next day. I showed him. I didn't bother to give him the tutorial. I just oh, wanted just to see, and in. he was fine. He he knew the basic. Kick, tackle, shoot. Yeah. And uh, that was fine. And then I was just adding, oh, you can dodge if you do this and blah, 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 and lob with this. And he picked it up pretty well. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's got that really, it's a really weird mix because I'm like, is it an easy game or is it a hard game? And, and the answer is both, I feel. Yeah. So, so it's just another shame with these sports games in Nintendo. And but yeah, I was going to say. It's the monkey hand. Um, It's. I feel it's a perfect way to describe it. It's, you know, you, you want this aspect, but then Nintendo's like, okay, I'm going to take away this then. And so... Yeah. It, it's been the same with all the sports games lately, where there's yeah. been, like, great premise, great idea, but then they don't they don't fill it with enough substance for it to, you know, stay important for more than, like, a week. Yeah, that's right. You know, like, the like with their golf, Mario Golf as mm. well, and the tennis it just there's there's just not a whole lot there like the football there could have been like a story mode there could have been challenge modes yeah everything I, like that like there was story with the um uh, like with the tennis and the tennis and golf had and stories the golf, they had the story mode yep it, it, it's very much a bolted on and not not the best yeah. part of the game yeah but you know like how are we going to get past this obstacle oh no you have to defeat me in a game of tennis you know yeah. like it, it's silly but you know it's adding to the game it's yeah it's something at least isn't it yeah so, just feel they they just haven't shown enough love to the uh, the Mario sports games. No, and it it's very much like these are very much about the extra DLCs coming on, and so we will get a more complete game later on. Yeah, but you know, I, I just don't charge you for it though. It, it'll, it'll be free. 
Um, what what they have done with especially with the the Mario Tennis and the Mario Golf games is added more characters and other things later on. Yeah, and so I mean I don't care as much about extra characters in this game, but extra modes they have more to things add. Things to do. Yeah, I don't think they'll add a, a, a story mode, which is fine. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, just just some challenges. You know, something like uh, you know, you want to like refine your skills and so they give you extra challenges to sort of uh, you know score three goals in different corners of the nets or yeah. you know w- win a game um without getting tackled things things like that that they could add to sort of yeah. help you refine your skills and and get better at the overall game yeah it's like it's just something i don't understand really where like they they plan to release all this extra stuff to you know make the game complete mm. like why not you know, do what you're doing with Zelda. Like, delay the game. Keep delaying it until you're ready with it. And you're That's right. Release a crisp game that everyone's going to love. And yep. take your time with it, like you're doing with, with like, your important IPs. Mm. Like, you know, like Zelda and, like, Metroid Prime. Yeah. Like, we know that, like, they're taking the time with it. It's going to be a good, finished, completed mm. game that everyone's going to be happy with. But these sports games, they just seem really ham-fisted, like, just get something out there. Mm. We'll fix it up later. It'll yeah. be fine. They, they, they treat it very much like a live service game. Like, you buy into it. Yeah. The free updates will come later. Yeah. You're getting 60 to 70% of a game now. Yeah. And at, eventually it'll become that 100% game we planned and budgeted for yeah. to make. It's, it's annoying. It, it's annoying. It's not fun. I mean, in a way, it creates a bit more longevity, I suppose, with the game, with people playing it. But then I feel... I feel like people maybe won't buy this game because it's just literally you play soccer and that's it. Yeah, it's not worth the. How much does it cost? Like, um, it's it's a fully priced Switch game. Fully priced Switch game. So I got it cheap through um in Australia here through uh, Harvey Norman did like a fifty eight dollar price for it, and yeah. so that's like ten dollars, eleven dollars less than we usually get yeah. for a physical version. You buy it digitally, it's eighty bucks, and so yeah, that's unreal. That's a, that's a lot of money. That's unreal. I couldn't justify it. I feel no. I I put it on par with like Switch Sports kind of features. Yeah. In terms of like output, and yeah. So that that they deemed that a you know a ten dollar less game than than their standard games. Yeah, that's right. But, but they haven't with Strikers, so mm, weird. I, I I say all this, um, and we know I, we know that the main aspect of this is the Strikers Club where. You team up with other friends who own copies of the game. You yeah. form your own club, and it's a tournament kind of mode. Yeah. And so, you, you play games together. You get ranked. You unlock other armor and, and stadiums and, and other things yeah. from that. And so, that, so... That all relies on, like, the Nintendo Switch Online, like, system, which has always been, like... Questionable. Questionable. That's yeah, right. Yeah, that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. You should name your club like LAN only or something. Like uh, no, no Wi-Fi uh, yeah. noobs here, please. Let's it- uh, keep the connection stable and uh, as good as possible, please. Yeah, their their online stuff is sort of it's on par with like you know PlayStation. What that was, it's, yeah, it's not. Yeah, honestly, it's generation behind so or two behind. now, isn't it? So yeah. it is. Yeah, in this day and age, you know, a lot of the stuff with the Switch's online interface and and functionality is is questionable, isn't it? Yeah. So it, it's one of the biggest. Uh, like drawbacks, downsides of the switch. Yeah, that's it. But um, I've going to be joining another club now. Uh, the House of Mario. I've got a few people who've uh, formed a club now, so I'll join them and see what it's like. The tournament mode. Yep, that's a big feature of this game. And so my my full 
final thoughts will probably be more so established yeah. after that. Yeah, so, I'm interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, yeah, so that's been the main stuff I've been playing. So, yeah, bit of bit, bit of everything. Bit of everything. Bit bit of variety. Alrighty, the um the news items. So, oh, I suppose I'll do a little shout out before that. So, um, want to thank everyone who supports the show. Um, we've got a few ways you can support us. I think the big thing I love is anyone listening to leave a five star rating if they love what they've been listening to. We've had a lot of fun making it, and so if, if you felt the same listening, please give that rating. Everything in our show notes. We've got everything to our socials, and then our Patreon as well, which has got the um different ways you can help us financially a uh, popular one has been one that's got the uh, expansion pack access to so had a couple of people recently sign up to that so don't have many spots left sadly but uh, get onto it while you can also got a free discord that looking to grow so anyone looking to join the community feel free to check out the link in the notes Alrighty. so the first news item i suppose or the big release this coming weekend was the fire emblem warriors three hopes there is no three houses in the title, as I said earlier. So this got released on Friday. Brand new spanking game. Yeah. It's um, obviously a Warriors game. Um, Koei Tecmo's made it. They've made Fire Emblem Warriors on the Switch. And then they did uh, the normal Hyrule Warriors. Hyrule Warriors. As Age well of as, Calamity. Yeah, the Age of Calamity one. Yep. And there's something well as that's... Dynasty Warriors, that I think yeah, mostly Japan releases. Yeah, and so they made a few on the Switch now. Yeah, um, and there's two Fire Emblem ones now, two Legend of Zelda ones. Yeah, yeah. So this one is yeah Warriors game with characters from Fire Emblem based on the Three Houses game, which was released three years ago now, and is it's a new tale and different from what has been done in Three Houses. And so it's like a new story that runs parallel. Yep. So it doesn't quite sync up. And so I've got some notes here. In this new tale, the future rulers of the three nations that govern Fodland, so that was the main area in Three Houses, cross paths with Shez. And so this is the mercenary character on a mission and is the protagonist of the game. Uh, Shez is on the quest for answers after suffering a brutal defeat at the hands of the mysterious Ashen Demon, which is the Byleth, Byleth character. Yeah. You find this on, out early on. Uh, players will guide them through this yet unseen story and its diverging paths. So, we haven't played this. Um, no. Mickey has. Yeah. She uh, has been giving us a bit of a demo, a bit of a, a look through before the show here, and, and then uh, yesterday when she did pick it up. She's been enjoying it so far, and in terms of uh, it's not the n- normal Warriors experience as much. A bit of a different formula. Yeah. So, not as hacky and slashing as previous entries are. There's a bit more yeah. story to a lot of Fire Emblem sort of strategy and the whole triangle a bit more grunt meat to it yeah yeah so mickey's just said that a bit more meat to the game it's not as empty as other warriors games and sort of it feels like an actual fire emblem game with the warriors parts added on i suppose so yeah look looks fun um just in the snippet that i got uh just earlier today before we started recording it looks like it looks fun um, I'll get Michaela's thoughts a bit on it a bit later on bit to see more. whether I actually get it or not. That's the th- thing I said last time that I wasn't a massive fan of the Warriors games. Um, so I'm a bit on the fence about uh, getting it. As yep. big of a, a Fire Emblem fan as I am. Yeah, and that, that would be the big draw card, wouldn't it? Playing it for the Fire Emblem story, yeah. um, which it seems pretty heavy to be. And so 
I, I love Three Houses and, you know, I've only played a handful of Fire Emblem games and Three Houses was, I had such a great time with it. And so, yeah. Um, for any fan of the that, that game in particular to have this new entry to sort of explore these characters a lot more because there's a lot. There's a lot going on in, uh, yeah, in Three Houses. Going on. So, Blue Lines for the win. Um, Dimitri is the one and only <laughs> correct choice. Mickey didn't choose Blue Lines straight away. I'm going to publicly state that. She's 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 gasping. She's going to throw her under yeah, the bus. That's like right. <laughs> but I, I chose Dimitri in the Blue Lines correctly first time. And, uh, yeah. Well, it, it's Claude is the obvious choice. Oh. The, go- the Golden Deers are the best choice <laughs> so we're just gonna just just properly say it out there god yep this show will never be the same again we've <laughs> <laughs> I'm never our paths have back. been uh, foreseen so same thing with this i think because you can play three houses multiple times choosing a different house and you'll get different outcomes with the story yeah. for those who don't know like um you know playing the angel guard one is very different to playing the other ones yeah particularly and so um, I think there's the same sort of thing here. There's a bit of longevity to the game, a lot of different things you can do and, and unlock. Yeah. So it seems like there's going to be like, you know, the branching paths of, of three houses, depending on which character that you choose. You've got a different end game goal, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know much about it. Yeah, the we're game. talking about this game like we, we know so much about <laughs> it, but it's just been released and we've passively seen I saw bits and pieces. 10 minutes of it yeah. before we started <laughs> of the gameplay. But I, it, it literally, like, if I walked in randomly on the room, into the room and saw her playing, I would have thought it's, she's just playing three houses. Yeah. And so, so, so that's good. Yeah. And then... The game looks good. Yeah. And, and from the reviews I've read, it's very much, you know, they've added a lot to it compared to a com- additional, uh, traditional, sorry, Warriors game. Yeah. And so that's good to see for Fire Emblem fans. It's probably a big one not to, to turn down. And um, for those on the fence still, there's a, there's a free demo. So... Feel free to pick that up. Any progress in the game carries over to the new one. And so, really got nothing to lose this year. How I'm big is Inari. the demo? Do you know? First four chapters, apparently. Oh. So, yeah, that's, that's a lot. Good. Yeah. Four chapters. So, that's good. Yeah. Very sizable. Yeah. I love that with demos and the ones that carry through. You don't have to replay those first four chapters. You just yeah. continue on. I like when they're generous like that. Yeah. Like with the triangle strategy, they gave you a fair size chunk. Fair chunk as to well. To get started with it. It was, yeah, it's good. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I think maybe not not the game that everyone wanted Fire Emblem wise this year. A lot of talk of a new one. Yeah, um, and not, so, not what I was after. But no, that's for it. some people, it's a big win. Yeah, yeah. I I, I don't think the Warriors games really. I that find I don't find them too interesting, but the whole Fire Emblem add on with yeah. this interests me a lot more. So yeah. yeah, it would be a good one to play later on if I. You can borrow. You borrow a copy. She's offered you. Yeah, I might give the demo a try and see, um, see what it's all about, and go from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. While we're on that uh, Fire Emblem train, um, don't know if you knew this. A bit of a leak the other week of a potentially new entry. No, I haven't heard anything about this. Do you want to know a little or not? Sure. Anything at all. So it was reported the other week by Emily Rogers. She's a reputable. Video game reporter has correctly disclosed leaks before, and they've eventuated yep. to be correct. Okay. Um, so she's talked about a supposed new entry in the series mm. that um, has been ready and has been ready for a long time now, over a year, and it's something they've done and parked and are waiting for the right time to release. So this isn't 
the three houses too that we've had rumoured. Um, it looks like a different game. New entry. New entry. Not a sequel to three houses. Cool. Okay. And so, um, there's been screenshots leaked on Reddit and, and the internet and, and they look pretty credible and it looks like it came the same day as she announced this leak. And okay. so, that they look credible to me. Um based on her track record, would be something to think is correct. Yeah. It was meant to be for the 30th anniversary, originally, of Fire Emblem, which was late 2020. Yeah. And, obviously, we got uh, Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light. Is that the correct name for it? it. Yep. The English translation of the original Fire Emblem, uh, never released in English before. We didn't get anything else. We we had, you know, three houses a year and a half before that. Um, Yeah, that was sort of the last taste we got of anything yeah that's it fire emblem and so and then the only thing since then has been three hopes which has just been released yep. and so it makes you wonder that you know they don't want to oversaturate the fire emblem buying market do they and so yeah. well, i've had this parked for a little while knew that three hopes is coming let that release so give it the air they're saying that it's like completely finished it's like good to go that's what it is yeah they're just sitting on it yeah so i would expect this to come out next year maybe just to, you yeah, know, right. would you give enough time for Three Hopes to do its thing and then release yeah. the next one next year? Don't know. Yeah, right. Can you link me to this? I will link you to it. Yeah. Yep. I want to I wanna check it out. Yep. So, uh, yeah, so that's to come, excitedly, hopefully. We will see. There's been a lot of things announced in sort of June as a whole without E3, some of the Games Fest and other developers, publishers showing off things coming up. Anything notable for you that you recall being announced lately? No, it's all sort of been a blur. Big blur. No, I no, can't no, recall anything that's off the top of my head right now. So the, the big one for me was the uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. Yep. So that was the reunion game um, that was originally made for the PSP back in 2007. So it's a prequel to the actual Final Fantasy VII. Getting an actual... Uh, they're going to... Spritz, spritz it up, make it nice and flashy with the th- new 3D models and they've stated it's not just a remake but they're adding accessibility, better functionality to the game to make it a really good one. So are they doing it like Final Fantasy 7 Remake like that or just... It looks very similar in terms of like how it looks. Okay. And so um, apparently it's coming to the Switch which makes you wonder how that's going to work because it's going to be cross-platform mm. um, and then, you know, quote, cloud version which would probably be a bit funny with this prequel but yep. uh, um, for the story purpose. But um, for those who don't know, and I didn't originally, but uh, it's about a character called Zach Fair and his mission to rescue a person called Genesis Rhapsodos, I believe is the name. That's, that'll, that'll do. Mickey's like close enough. Who's, who's a missing soldier, and so you, got, you complete the story and it weaves into the fates of the characters from Final Fantasy VII. And so... Yes, yes, and I, I have found out the spoiler with uh, with with Zach and how it works out, which which is very interesting. I did not know that, so it's weird. It's yeah, cool, cool, <laughs> but weird, you know. Okay, yeah. I, oh, I don't know. It's, been it's a new a game now. Well, I can edit this out. So he becomes cloud. Like, yeah. Oh, I mean, you're gonna have to come here if you're gonna you're gonna. Yeah, for those listening, you didn't hear anything. Didn't hear any of that. No, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where's your microphone? Get a mic. <laughs> So uh, she interestingly explained how it works, and uh, you know it's stealing soldier class and soldier first class, and so yeah, 
I mean, I don't want to spoil too much for those who, who might not have known about it earlier on. You might want to play it through, through, through this. The, sure. ga- the game did come out, what, yeah, in the that, 90s? The yeah, original one? The original one did, so it has been a while. You are, you are very, very, very Some fair with that point. Even born yet. <laughs> That's right. Have you played Final Fantasy VII? What's your experience with it? I, I have played the... I played the original, and I have I played most of uh, the remake. Yep. I haven't finished the remake. I got stuck somewhere, and then I forgot to go back to it. <laughs> um, but I very much enjoyed both. Mm. But, yeah, Final Fantasy was the... I was more into, like, the, the older ones than the, like, the... I guess when it went all 3D. I yeah, so one to, 1 to 6 in the pixel art. Yeah. Yep. Those are the ones that I played and really enjoyed. Mm. Tactics and... Yeah, and all that. I'd be keen for pixel the the pixel remasters to come. Yeah, to the Switch, that'd be cool. To that get would, those. That would be cool because it's been on every other platform now, and so yeah, to get it onto the Switch, which I think is inevitable shortly. Just to yeah, like my knowledge with Final Fantasy sort of ends at uh, seven onwards. Yeah, I played fifteen and not, but that's it. But that's it. Yep, yep. all those other ones in between the online game and and the yeah. other later PS2 entries. Just yeah. Yeah, also lightning. I don't know anything about lightning. Yeah, I don't same. think many people liked lightning. I mean, anyway. yeah, <laughs> I mean, I can't comment on that. But <laughs> yeah, there you go. So that, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of games. There's a lot of history there, and uh, yeah, cool to see a bit more support on the Switch. Then we've got 16 coming as well, which won't be on the Switch, but uh, looks very cool. So very big series that just keeps going and going. Yeah, oh, yeah. Final Fantasy will never stop. No, that's it. There will be no Final Fantasy. There will be. No, it, it's going to be Final, an ongoing Final fantasy. fantasy. <laughs> ongoing. Yeah. Like the never-ending story. The never-ending you know, story. It does end after 85 minutes of screen time. So I think even if they stop releasing mainline games, they'll still be updating. Yeah. And keeping and, the online game going. Yeah, and, you know, they, they, they love a good uh, remaster and re-release yeah, Square Enix. Right. And so you'll, you'll get to remakes of the remakes eventually, yeah. I feel. You know, we'll keep going. Uh, speaking of... Uh, things coming back uh pokemon snap is now on nintendo switch online this is the nintendo 64 version of the game the one that inspired new pokemon snap last year really fun game uh one that mickey and i have played a couple of times now gone back to and really really enjoyed just a nice fun casual pokemon game yeah. where you snap pictures of them pokemon snap. yeah it's great it's so good yeah so we, we played this a lot on the wii u on the virtual console and, and played a bit the other night on the switch and uh you know, I, I miss, uh, you know, the with the new one, they didn't have any of the fun uh, knock Pokemon into things for them to evolve and to, you know, yeah, get those. Yeah, I kept trying to do things like that. To, yeah. Like, unlock new paths and stuff, but it never happened. Never, never happened. Yeah. And so this one's got its own uh, personal charm with it all. Well, I think new Pokemon Snap, they've done very well to make it a long, longer yeah. game with more things to do. Yeah. Um, this all a lot of charm with the original and what they did. Oh, so, hell yeah. Yeah. So this is the last one out of the announced 64 titles coming to the service. And so we do not know what's coming next. No, so, we haven't so, heard anything. No, have we? no. And so um, with this supposed direct coming on the 29th, we might hear a bit more then, but who's to say? They, they might go quiet on the service for a long time. We just Maybe. don't know. I mean, they shouldn't. No, I'd like to think they announce another 10 games or so that are coming and then they stagger yeah. them out. And I mean, where's Donkey Kong? No Donkey Kong. Where's Donkey Kong? Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing? Donkey Kong 64? Yep. Pokemon Stadiums. Puzzle Pokemon League. Stadium. Hey, you Pikachu. Yeah. Oh, no. You can leave that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that would work on the uh, service. No, that's not going to... 
it, it didn't work on the 64. That I'm no, to begin with, that's, now. Right. that's right. Uh, no Super Smash Bros, none of the Mario parties, um, Perfect Dark, little things like that. So, yeah. while it's not a massive first-party catalogue, there's still a lot of things there that I haven't done, and um, I've been happy enough with the once-a-month release of a new game. So. Yeah. Ooh, do, you think do you think they're ever going to do a GameCube online? Eventually. Eventually. It won't be the next one. No. I, I very much think it's the Game Boy, Game Boy Color Advance oh, thing yeah, yeah. that was rumored. So yeah. Um, I don't know just something about the GameCube just always gets forgotten about every time. No, no, never had a virtual console. I know it was backwards compatible on the Wii, but on the Wii U it wasn't, yeah. and so just didn't hear much. Not, not a lot of the games get remade. Um, we've had some Wii ones and sixty-four ones get re-released the, in some shape or form. The most we got was like you know the, Wind Waker. This, Wind Waker and Twilight yeah. Princess getting redone. Yeah, that's it. And I don't but really count it. Twilight Princess because it was a dual yeah, release of the Wii. Release, so. anyway. There's other great games on there that like have just been forgotten about. Forgotten entirely. about. Yep. We get no Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. We get no... Eternal Darkness. Eternal Darkness. That's not there. The Fire Emblem stays on there. Fire Emblem. Star Foxes have Star Fox. not seen the light of day. Batten Kaitos. That we, was a absolute yeah. forgotten gem. Forgotten gem. We, we did get Sunshine in... Uh, the uh, Super Mario 3D All Stars. So yep. that, that was nice. Yep. But that's about it. That was about it. Yeah. So it needs it needs to come back in some way. That's right. You know, uh, to play, um, you know, Fire Emblem Paths of Radiance for a lot of people that's very inaccessible. In Pokemon XD, yeah. like very expensive to get now and in, hard to get. And yeah. so if you didn't own it on the GameCube, unless you're forking out, you know, 140 bucks yep. to buy the game, you're not going to be able to play it. Mm. Well, some of them are half a grand now, some of them. Seriously? Yeah. My God. Your Path of Radiance, worth a lot. My XD, worth a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy money. My, my thousand year door, my, lots of money. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. Sell it. Sell, well, don't sell it, but uh, no, that's... Uh, no, no, that if you really need money, it's there. <laughs> that's it. 100%. So, yeah, hopefully, we'll hear a bit more about uh, what's coming with the service and, and the 64. A couple more items before the big one. Uh Treasure, which is a video game developer company, did a little tweet celebrating their 30th anniversary. And uh, as part of the tweet, they confirmed they're still relevant. They're still making a highly requested title. What did Treasure make? What are they known for? So, Treasure have made previous games for Nintendo, like Sin and Punishment, uh, Warrior World. They did Alien Soldier on the Mega Drive, uh, Gunstar Heroes. Don't know if you know that one. No, not familiar with it. So, uh, not massive, massive titles yep um sin punishments a rail shooter like star fox and so very much arcade style gaming isn't it yeah but uh i would probably title as maybe a bit more of a highly requested one for them they did two entries one on the 64 and one on the wii sort of like a time crisis yeah that kind of dead sort of on rail yeah like rail that. shooter kind of thing like that yep. so one of those things you know you could play in an arcade and get that vibe of you know you just died insert the next coin to yeah. continue on Yep. It, very much that kind of thing. They did Warrior World, which is uh, a 3D action platformer on the GameCube. And again, this is another weird Wario, uh, not Wario Land, Wario World kind yeah. of thing. Was so, that, um, did they make the one on the Wii? Shake It? I don't believe so. I don't no. think that was Wario Land Shake It or Shake It Dimension, something like that. So yeah. um, I think they just did the 3D version on the GameCube. Okay. Maybe. Man, I loved Warrior Land. Warrior Land's great. But the Game Boy ones, they were amazing. Yeah, yeah, and then the one on the GBA, that's that's funky. 
four. Yeah, four. Yeah. Four's weird. That was my favorite. How you find one. the key, and then you got to go back to the start, and yeah. and and unlock. It's very puzzly, and yeah. yeah, it's cool. They do that like, I guess they did the same thing and uh, shake it as well. You make it to the end yeah. of the level, and you got to race back against time. To, yeah, to to make it work. To make it work. Yeah, I did have that as a kid, and I got rid of it. I shouldn't have. I wish I still held still on to it. Got it. You still got it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere in my house. So. Yeah, so watch out for treasure making something. I don't know. Hopefully yeah. it's one of those. Otherwise, uh, probably won't be too interested in it. The last item I had before the Chronicles 3 uh, Direct was uh, it's been five years since we've heard anything about Pikmin 4. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Five years. Uh, so the last one bit of news was from Miyamoto where he was interviewed by Eurogamer where he stated, I can tell you it is progressing. Guys, I think it's time to let it go. I don't want to let it go. It's been five years. Five. I don't think it's coming. We had nine years between Pikmin 2 and 3, and we got it. <laughs> we, we are in the ninth year now between Pikmin 3 and the supposed Pikmin 4 now. It is time. I don't know, guys. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sold on this one. <laughs> oh, they're such good games. They deserve to be more popular and to, to be, uh, you know, I'm, be I'm more. I'm losing faith with, uh, with Metroid Prime as it is. It's yeah, well, long. yeah. Oh, man. Um. That doesn't need a remake, but I'll buy it. I'll play it. Um, but, but Bayonetta as well. Bayonetta. We haven't anything about Bayonetta for a bit. We haven't, have we? That's why we need this direct coming up, just to confirm those dates. Um, yeah. But will they? I'm not even sure they will. They might delay Bayonetta 3. You never know. Last thing we got for that was that um, that trailer. Yeah, we the got the snippet, E3. Was it? was it this year in Feb they announced it? Or was it the one September last year? I think it was last year. Yeah, it might have been the one last year. Where they announced it coming for this year. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's heavily rumored that the 28th slash 29th of this month, so in a few days' time, there'll be that direct, and so yeah. I would expect it to get it to get dated then. Get if Metroid Prime remake is happening, should get dated and and told then. We should um, we should get a lot of things. Yeah, there's a couple <laughs> of little holes in the rest of the year with yeah. with stuff, and then early next year, I'm sure they'll announce some things for that maybe. But uh, and we'll find out maybe. Whether or not uh, Breath of the Wild Two is on track, or if it's going to get yeah. delayed again. Yeah. Well, it's uh, now that what they released a couple of months ago that it's going to be uh, autumn or f- uh, spring for those in the northern hemisphere next yeah. year. So that quarter two. So not too far away. Uh, I imagine anything at E three or sorry an E three equivalent direct at this time of year. I think they would have planned to maybe show the title of the game. And Maybe. a specific release get date. They, they say that the, the title gives away a big aspect of the game. And so they didn't want to do that too early. Okay. And so I think uh, yeah, it might now be the time. Not a lot of answers. Yeah, that's it. So, I, I you know, it's it's becoming a bit of a meme now, isn't it, Pikmin 4? So, yeah, whether we'll get it one day, whether it will ever actually happen. I don't think so. Damn. I don't think so. Because uh, we had, since then, we've had Pikmin Bloom, which is a mobile game. I hadn't even heard of that one. Ah, uh, it's it's. I mean, I I got it and played it for, for a little, but it's pretty basic, and it's just a walk. It's like Pokemon Go, a walking kind of thing, and you collect Pikmin and seeds, and yeah. you grow things, and um, like a light version. Yeah, it's like not a lot the, of depth to it, and so I can't imagine it's doing too well, Lord. Yeah, too many people are playing what was, it. What was the Animal Crossing one? Uh, they did. Um, it was like a camp, like a campfire, campfire one. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Pocket Camp. Pocket Camp. Yeah, that was just like a really basic version of what Animal Crossing was. Yeah, so I did download that and play it for a little, and and lost interest and didn't really play it. So, 
the other one was other one was Hey Pikmin, which was like a two D platformer on the three DS. I think they've confirmed that that wasn't the Pikmin four that Miyamoto was talking about, and so I hope Pikmin Bloom on mobile isn't the Pikmin four he was talking <laughs> about either. Yeah. I don't think so. You'd so, hope not, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm just hoping because it's been they had Pikmin three Deluxe end of twenty twenty. That around now it's a couple of years. You know they want to maybe release Pikmin three Deluxe re-release it, get a bit of money for that. Yeah, and now here's Pikmin four. Build up to it for it. I don't maybe. Know. Maybe. That's, that's maybe me. they're playing a long game. <laughs> that's always worked for Pikmin. As Miyamoto once said, Pikmin's the next Mario. He was uh, wrong. He was. You wouldn't put too much stock in that. No, no. He well, he was incorrect. But that's all right. I love the series. It's it's very niche. I, w- I wish more people played it. Just like Metroid. But that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. The big one. This is Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Direct. So this was... 25 minutes nearly of just content dedicated to the game. Yeah. And then a lot of... Uh, I've seen a few out- news outlets saying we're not going to cover it. It's so close to release now. We don't want to get spoiled for anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, whereas for me, it's like these games are so complicated. I would like to know how the game works as it will help me play the game better yeah. when it does come out. After watching the full uh, 24 and a half minutes of it, it still like it didn't give away a whole lot story wise. No, just the start, wasn't it? Yeah, but it gives you like a gist, and then it goes into explaining characters and battle mechanics and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, like like how the game functions, isn't it? Yeah, and then then the expansion pass, amiibo support, other things like that, which were which were good to know. Yeah, so, what was the big thing for you from it? What was uh, your takeaways? Well, let me just get my notes. So there's like. A lot of good things I'm seeing are like are coming back, like the battle system, at least the basic battle system. It's taken a lot from Xenoblade One. Yep. With the break, topple, launch, mm. smash system, it's simple. It's it's not like Xenoblade Two, which was very uh, convoluted and difficult, and very there's a lot of stuff going on. Yep. So I I very much welcome that. Mm. I like that. Uh, affinity charts. And- Crafting and cooking and stuff, heart to hearts from, you know, the first one it looks like that sort of stuff's coming back. Yeah, and the second's got a lot of that as well. So it's yeah, uh, yeah. more more of the same, I suppose. Yeah, I I don't know about the characters. I mean, we haven't seen a whole lot about them, but they all just sort of seem really basic and empty. Yeah. To me, okay. Unfortunately. Yeah, I think there's less. I don't know. Um. I, I see what you mean. Like, like you know, like have- the first, the first Xenoblade, all the characters had like, they had great motivations. They had like goals and stuff, and they're all like, they wanted to work together to achieve this like one shared goal that they have. And they all had like, like everyone was great. They're all great characters. Mm. Even even Ricky, even fucking Ricky. Ricky grew on me, and I loved him yeah. by the end of it. Those damn knockons, they're so good. And then I love them. <laughs> <laughs> then the second one, like. Rex was always really boring to me. Yeah. Um, he's, he's fine. He's amicable as a protagonist, I feel. Py- Pyra was interesting um, Pyra's, to a degree. Pyra's good. She's like she's an interesting character. She's got a lot of like story and history that you find out. Yeah, that you story. uncover. Um, but Rex was always sort of a simp. Yeah. Like, he was just sort of helping the, the pretty redhead girl. Yeah, that he runs just, into. just to save her at any cost. What's the um? What's the the never-ending creature um that gets shrunk? What's his oh, name? Oh, Gramps. He's great. I love him. Yeah, Gramps yeah. is fun. Gramps is fun. 
six in your helmet. It's just, yeah. Um, I hate Tora. You don't like Tora? Throw him in the bin. Just get rid of him. I t- Ma- like massive, him. Well, you've got massive weed vibes with the whole uh, build your own. Um, yeah, it gets weird, bl- man. Blade. It and, gets weird. Yeah. yeah. Like, some of that was a bit cringy for me so far. It's been like, oh, the first one didn't have this sort of stuff. and Yeah. Um, there was just no, like, I know there wasn't much growth with uh with the characters. I think like in that in those games, I think Nia was my favourite character. Yeah. She was by that far. accent. Yeah. Yeah. She had the Welsh accent. The Welsh accent. She yeah. was by far the best character, I feel. Um but yeah, they were just they were just not as good as the characters in one. And I'd really hope that the um that the characters in three are a bit more like uh Shulk, Ryan and the rest of the Dunbar, game. Dunbar, all them, yep. And not like Rex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's fair. It's yeah. It's, it's interesting because I don't know whether it's just because that was the first game we played. Whether that's like when you come back to it with a sort of nostalgic kind of lens, or I, I would agree with you so far that you know the characters in two I haven't engaged with and clicked with as much as the first one. So it was just like like to I guess to like to explain it a bit further. Like when you when you started that game in the first hour that you were playing, you met all these different characters. They had they had motivations and dreams. There was like there was conflict. You got attached to them all. Yeah, and then shit breaks loose, and it's just it's good. Yeah, like you, they make you use Fiora and like cement her yes. as a character that you like, and then they pull the rug out from underneath <laughs> yeah, that's you. That's right. Kill her. Yeah, and yeah. Like it was, it's heartbreaking, and it's like yeah. great. Now I'm invested in the story too. That's right. Like, I'm gonna go after the Mechon mm. to avenge Fiora and my colony. Yeah. And like, like you were in straight away. Mm. There's, it just missed that in in two. The characters just weren't, they weren't there. They didn't have those great motivations. Yeah, that, you're right. There that wasn't anything like that. And they didn't grow and evolve like the characters in one did. When you know they learn new information about the Mechon and and the Monado and what's happening and who the real like enemy is, like that's controlling yeah. all of this. Yep. But yeah, it, it grows and evolves, and the characters mm. changed with that. And it was like it was. Really great, mm. really compelling. Yeah, even the very beginning with the uh, the Bionis and the Maconis and how yeah. that formed—that's such a cool like law thing to introduce yeah. at the start. And how they're on this like these two creatures that are fighting each other, and they're so yeah. tiny in the whole exactly aspect of it all. Yeah, yeah, and like like you said, like the two land masses basically yeah, that's, that's were awesome. their own characters. Yeah, whereas like the Titans, what were they? Yeah, what's going on? What were they didn't they did there was no story behind them. Where'd they come from? Yeah. What were they doing? Mm. They were just there. Mm. There was it was just missing these <laughs> these things. But yeah, I, I get what you mean. It's yeah, yeah. It's so uh, I'm. I think this new one's going to be a bit more like one than two. Just I from what so. I've seen, I am I'm intrigued by the story, and um, I suppose so. It, what what they've written here is um, it's set in this world called Ionius, Ionius, yep. Ionius, Ionius, something like that. And so there's two opposing nations, one called Kevis, another uh, Agnes, um, and the soldiers fight every day. And so um, putting their lives on the line, these soldiers get created with the sole purpose of fighting the other opposing teams. Yeah. They have a 10-year life cycle, and all it is is about fighting and dying, trying to... Over and over again. Yeah, over and over. And so so what happens is uh, the six soldiers hailing from both of these warring nations come together and this is your little crew um, and then they're tasked with going on this special mission and so these characters have to work out what's going on is there more to this why 
why um, the trailer talks about this, you know, both of these opposing sides are giving the same directives and things like that. So there's something going on yeah, with why like these people are getting killed and, and yeah. something goes on with it. Seems like they're both being controlled by the same force. And they're, yeah, they're there's something goals. overarching, isn't there, that, that it's going on. Their goal is to break this cycle and stop it, stop the fighting and have actually, people actually live their lives and yeah and, and find out and so it'll be the six characters uh you got noah who's the main character uni lands mio taon and cena and so three boys three girls uh both three from one side three from the other and they come together yeah to go on this quest i think the big thing for me was how pretty it looks compared to two yeah it looked great and then um Two's rough in terms of how it looks sometimes, and I think it's a, it's an early Switch game. I think it was very early on. Whether it was made for the Wii U in mind, and then they last minute go to the Switch, I don't know. Could have been. Um, it was all. It's also a very big game. Mm. Like it was. There's heaps there. So whether they had to sort of condense stuff to just fit it in. Potentially, that's it. It was um like while the game did look great, like it was a um, it was a little rough around the edges. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you there. And then in handheld as well, it's yeah, it's ooh, it's yeah, the frame drops a bit. It's um, but compared fuzzy, to um, I will say compared to the 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 new story in the in definitive edition Xenoblade mm. One, that looks fantastic. The new story in Xenoblade, do you think that looks better? Yeah, yeah. It, That's I a, think the whole definitive edition looks better than two on Switch. Yeah, it I, looks I, great. I, I think it looks better. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I'm very biased towards the first one, but I just it looked a lot better to me, I feel. Yeah. So there's been times in two that felt things don't quite look as nice. And so I mean, Xenoblade was never like graphics were never like a big thing for it. No. The first game on the Wii was rough. I've seen some like pictures of it. Guts. And then the three D S version as well. My oh goodness. my it got worse. <laughs> it got worse, bro. It did. <laughs> and like to I just like I it's, it's never been a big thing for me, like, how yeah, good I mean, it looks. Nintendo games in general, isn't it? They're always, you know, compared to Xbox and PlayStation, they're never going to look as good, are they? Thing. And then, yeah, you're right, a big game like that is going to suffer again, isn't it? Because yeah. it's it's so much, they're jamming so much into it that the uh, the graphics will be the uh, the thing that suffers for yeah. it. But this game looks good. Looks great. It looks really crisp and, and clean, and um, you can definitely tell they're utilising more of the Switch and what it can do and pump out. and Yeah. Um. Which is what you expect five years into the life cycle of a system. You know how to make it work. Yeah. Optimised a lot more. We didn't A lot get, more efficiently. We didn't get a whole lot of, like, in-game footage. There was a lot of cutscene stuff. Yes, like, you're right. A few, like, battle snippets. Yeah, they showed the battling and yeah. a little bit of wandering around. But, yeah, that was about it. There wasn't a whole lot of um, in-game footage, I guess. Mm. Not as much as I wanted to see anyway. Yeah. There might be a bit more coming up. But, yeah, I think they gave... Pretty much how it functions. This is what works, and and, and that was it. Yeah. So, uh, a few things I wrote down was um, uh, you can craft gems to th- strengthen abilities. That was something you could do in two. Um, you got the skill trees again. What did you call them? The uh, the affinity affinity charts. charts. So yep. that they're they're back, and that's been a bit of a staple in the series. Um, you got navigation routes, and not just go to this item in the distance like a compass it's like, like a line a path now take these stairs to get yeah. there because i've struggled with this in two yeah because like i need to get somewhere but then it tells me i need to go up oh yeah and so like i know like i'm being an idiot i go in a straight line towards it 
yeah. but then it's like I should have taken a little detour to get to the ramp to get up and I've struggled a bit to sort of like like I've taken a wasted time really trying to get to it somewhere yeah because I don't quite know how to get there and you get there eventually but it's just a little little thing that just like it's like trying to find that ramp you've got to go like the other side of this cliff to go up yeah this, that's it like one vine that leads you to a, this tree that you can jump across this gap to 100% so like unless there is a unless that feature is in 2 I don't know about it so it's not in there by the sounds of it, but in three there is there's a red line like in Definitive Edition they added that in probably, where you follow this straight path and it will lead you to where you need to go. Yeah. Okay. And so sometimes like you can turn it off, can't you, in Definitive Edition if you want to, and depends I've, how you want to play the game. And I've never used it. Never used it. No. So you've been fine then. I've been fine. I haven't needed it. Yep. Um, there were definitely times where like it just helps me to sort of do it. Yeah. Um. But, like, you know, the things like the fast travels back still, which is good. Um, you know, it's obviously good to, to level up and, and attack monsters as you go yeah. to get your base level up. But sometimes, you know, especially in 2, I found, like, I've had to sort of go back to zigzagging back to places. And yeah. so it was and when best, the game's more enjoyable big, for me to uh, fast travel. When the game's as big as it is and you've got to go from, like, one side of this continent to the other. Yeah. Like it, t- it takes you like, like 10 minutes just yeah, to walk back there. That's right. And I want to avoid that gorilla. Level 81, that would just kill me the moment it yeah. sees me. And like, no, I I like I ran past you to like, <laughs> I detour to avoid you and you still see me. I, I yeah. don't want to have to hide behind a tree and wait for you to turn yeah, back. That's right. That's I right. Through. <laughs> <laughs> you can um, also change the time of day to encounter specific monsters. So a uh, little bit of um, variety there. They talked a lot about the arts and how you can use it. So like you said, it's more similar to the first game yeah. in terms of that. I mean, there are arts in the second one as well. But um, Do you like that they are mapping different attacks to different buttons instead of having the hotbar at the bottom that you can scroll through? Yeah, so that's the two thing they've kept on. Yeah. Um, I, I do like it, but I think I preferred the first game overall a bit more, just taking things out and you can see it there. And Yeah, I'm not sure. I th- I I, think- I'm not too... Indifferent. I'm pretty indifferent. I don't. I'm not too fast. But yeah, maybe yeah. the first one I prefer more. I think if it was like a, if like dodging and things were like a big for mm. it, having the uh the quick select in those buttons would like really help. Yep. But it's like it's not really one of those games. Like having that hot bar at the bottom, we you can just stationary unless you're going for like a back attack or yeah attack or something like that. Yeah. And then the buttons make sense. It's just straight away. You know, it's loaded, ready to go. You press it. Yeah. And you do it. So, um. Yeah, I don't mind each one. Each characters have a specific role, and so just like um, Fire Emblem, there's three different things you can be. You can be either an attacker, which obviously all in the name, you're attacking, you're good at dealing damage. Um, you've got the defenders who draw the enemy attacks, and then yep. the aggro as well, and so you want them to get pulmerized because they can cop the beating. Then you've got the healer to heal everyone, and especially the defenders, yep. so they can keep getting hit and uh, absorbing the hits. Yeah, that's so, right. So that's the same thing that's been in all of the games. That's, uh, I believe. Yeah, yep, that's pretty so standard. Pretty standard. A JRPG. Yep. Um, different in this one is that you can control your character. You can switch, sorry, your character at any time when attacking during the fight scene. Yeah. Yeah, so that's new. Yeah, you can just scroll across to a different party member instead of yeah. switching the leader at the start. Yeah, the start of the battle and yeah. sticking with it. So that that's cool. That's a new thing to it. Um, and just like the others, you can string arts together to form combos, linking them together to do like really big sort of chain attacks and the like. Yeah. Um, a new thing here is the classes. And yeah. And so, what do you think about this? This is like, I think it's, I think it's going to 
add a lot of replayability, I guess, because you mm. can you can build your party to just be like how how you like it to to play. You can do yep. what suits each character better. Like you know, there's that healer character, but like he might, uh, he might be really good at um, having like defensive. Yeah, can, he can sort of like sub those two out and have extra like you know he gives the other defender a break, like draw some aggro for a bit. Yep, and they can like you know you can sort of like switch things out mm. change it up and they depending on your affinities and stuff linking those different skills as well like mm. between each character it's gonna it's gonna keep things fresh yeah. i think that's right you, you'll find things that work well for you um combinations that will strike more damage i'm sure and yeah yeah um, that's right and yeah depending on the on the boss or the monster you're facing and, and their characteristics you'll know maybe some classes that will work better against it yeah there'll be a bit more strategy there be good but but some of the classes include like a sword fighter um zifa i don't know if i said that right a medic gunner tactician heavy guard and ogre and yep. so um i think think the heavy guard was really good at, at absorbing attacks and um yeah they're like the the big shield tank whereas the yeah Zephyr is the the dodge tank yeah you know they're drawing lots of hits but they're dodging yeah everything. at the same time so yeah um yeah, it's a bit more variety there. So, uh, just like the other games, you can master your arts and sort of upgrade your arts. And yeah, so that was that's another thing. You level it up, you you upgrade it. Yeah, get more experience get points. More powerful. They become more powerful. The thing here, though, is that you know, um, even though you're an attacker, you can learn things from another um, type of character, like yeah. from a defender or a healer. Yeah. And so, what they said in the direct was, even your defender can take a moment and heal your team with a master art. Yeah. So a bit more like cross sort of covering of what, you know, the healer's good at healing, but then they can maybe, um, sorry, the defender's blocking all the attacks, but maybe they're doing really well and they don't need to defend for a while, they can heal someone. Yeah. Or if you're struggling, like uh, like if you gave a heal to your attacker, mm. if you're like struggling to have your, your healer struggling to keep up with healing your defender, yeah, the attacker can throw a heal in there. Yeah. Like get yourself a leg up and then you can keep going. Keep going, yeah. Get that team effort around and... I imagine because you can now switch characters mid-turn, you could really master that and and get a system yeah. down packed. The timing here of your master up, your healings up, and yeah. ready to go. You can switch the character who can do it and inflict it straight away. Yeah. If you don't trust the CPU, I don't know how it's going to work <laughs> in terms of how good they'll be. Yeah. With the doing those things, but um, so that's cool. Uh, there's a thing called fusion arts where you can fuse two arts together. I don't know too much about this. I don't recall this being a thing in previous games. No, um, I think this is new. Yeah, uh, I don't know a whole lot about what fusing the together is going to do. Yeah, let's just that's a bit more complexity to it all. But now I'm yeah. glad I know it that it's coming and yeah. whatever it will be, we'll, we'll work it out. Just a new battle system. I can spend ten hours trying to get my head around. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, as if there weren't enough uh, heroes in your party, or sorry, characters in your party. There's this thing called heroes as well. And so these will be the seventh party members that can be joined as part of your crew. And so you're going to encounter them throughout the game um, and you can recruit them. And so they can become that seventh member and you can they've got unique arts and abilities. And so they can complement your teams in other different ways as well. And are they just like always there? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like Pokemon, you can just send them in. It's like pull that guy out and just bring in this other person. Yeah. Just always there or? Don't know how it works. Like, like Paper Mario, you acquired this new hero. Are they there yeah. permanently now kind of thing? I'm not sure. Like, there were moments in the other games where, like, somebody new would join 
your team and it's mm. up to you. Is that what that's going to be like? Or is this person just sort of chilling off the side like, when you oh, need I, me, guys, I'm over here. I'm here. I'm still <laughs> here, remember? <laughs> My story's finished, but I'm here still. Yeah. So, not sure, but seven now. There's a lot. There's a, That's a big cast of characters to control and to maintain. Yeah, six was already, like, heaps. Heaps, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. So, yeah, adding a seventh, a bit of variety. Um, fashion, that's the thing. You can uh, have different skins and different outfits for your characters. They can... Um, be a bit more uniform in what they look like or you don't need to at all and you can keep them in the original outfits I believe and what a great line find your fashion and fight for your future <laughs> that better be in the game that was in the direct I'm just that literally better just... be in the game <laughs> <laughs> yep I'm just like yep oh, yeah. I watched the direct I'm like yeah that's a good line I'm gonna have that <laughs> and then Ouroboros what do you think of that that's, uh, that's new you mean the very clear evangelion reference yeah that's it <laughs> i look here's the thing i need to i need to know more about this before i can get on board with it okay i don't know about it at this stage because it's like it's just sort of left field for me yeah it's just this like why why are these very human organic fleshy creatures fusing together and turning into like a giant like metal death machine yes how does that work how does this work like, is this going to actually tie into the story and, like, who these people are and how they're it created? Has to, surely. It has to. Like, with the blades, like, there was a reason for the blades being there and yeah. how they were created. And they're, like, a their whole thing to the story. So, like, I, I need to know more about this mm. before I'm there on it. Yeah. At the moment, it's just sort of tacked on. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be more to it. It seems like the big aspect that they've added to Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah. And so they're talking about, like, so these characters merge to become this different sentient sort of character. Yeah. Only certain characters can merge to become certain Ouroboros figures. Yeah. And then you can switch. So only one of those two characters controls the character when they're merged. It's like the pilot. Yeah, the pilot. And then you can switch who controls it. And when you do that, their form, the Ouroboros form will change. Yeah. So it's kind of like Pokemon, um, uh, you know, like gigantamaxing kind of, or Zed, yeah. Move kind of thing. They're just switching between different forms. What does this remind me of? It's like, oh, what's that game called? I can't remember now. If you can take two two different things, you fuse them together to create something, you take like that same one creature and fuse it with something else. Oh, what am I thinking of? It's Damn. Another... Is it a Nintendo game or is it something else? Persona. Is it Persona? Oh, nice. Our producer, of... Mickey, has uh, come to Persona the rescue there. Yeah. And Shin Megami Tensei. Ah, yeah. Yeah, that's that kind I'm of Atlas, of. Atlas feature, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what that reminded me of a little bit. Yeah. But like it like you said, like only two characters can create this can create a specific one and then it can get upgraded the same way you upgrade and it's, yeah. It's got its own like character tree, mm. I guess. Because there aren't enough things to level up. Let's add there's another one right here. Let's so just it, chuck a bit more in. Yeah, that's uh get that depth going. So that is the crux of the um updates. There's mm. um an expansion pass as well and so just like the other games or the first one didn't originally have one but um two did where you know you can broaden the world of xenoblade chronicles 3 with a paid expansion pass um so what it says here is from the game's launch through to the end of 2023 players can get additional content that'll be released in four waves to enhance their journey through ionius Uh, the content will include helpful items new outfits and color variants challenge battles new quests 
new hero characters, and finally a new story scenario. So it'll be available for pre uh, it's available for pre-purchase now, and it will cost forty-five dollars Australian, fifty dollars nearly New Zealand dollars. That's almost a whole new game. It's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot of money. Yeah, but there it looks like there's a lot of extra stuff there, kind of yeah. like um, Torna. Yeah. Uh, which I don't have. Um, but that that, was... that sounds feels like a standalone game, really, to two. Yeah, Torna could have been its whole whole thing, and I kind of wish it was bigger because it yeah. was much better than Xenoblade Two. Yeah. So. At- yeah, okay. If yeah. this is on the same uh, path, then, like, yeah, it's going to be worth it's it. going to be a big thing. To get it. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a whole lot of content, isn't there? So, and these games are massive to begin with, so that's... Uh, yeah, I don't imagine I'll probably be through the whole game before this is released. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm not going to pre-purchase it like I did with Fire Emblem Three Houses yeah. and, and never get to it. So, yeah. I will get to it, but, um, yeah, we'll wait and see. Got to got to finish two first. Yeah, I forgot about Torna. I got. Do I? I don't want to. I don't know if I have time to play it before three. I don't. I, I really I don't. I don't think you have enough time. No, I'm. I'm done. <laughs> I'm cooked. <laughs> I'm cooked here. <laughs> In a lot of trouble. Um, and then they talked about uh, amiibo support. So uh, uh, it's Xenoblade Chronicles Three is compatible with amiibo accessories, and so all you got to do is tap the amiibo, and it's possible to acquire helpful in-game items for the adventure. Uh, so for example, if you tap the Shulk amiibo, uh. The character's sword will appear as the Monado. And then uh, other ones, you can tap other ones and you get items. And so, but that's yeah. the only Xenoblade Chronicle specific one. Yeah. We're getting is... a Pyra amiibo eventually for Smash Bros, which I will get when it comes out, but I haven't announced a date for that or anything. And I'm sure once this game's been out for a while and they have a clear idea who the favorite character is, then they're going to make that immediately. Mm. I'm, I'm, I would have, it would have been nice if there was an, an amiibo announcement with this. Yeah. Um, you There's know, no one main of Noah though. or one of the other main characters, yeah, or an Ouroboros. That would have been cool. Yeah, maybe they'll be in. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that was it. There was no pro controller announcements. Like no, Xenoblade Chronicles Two came with a, a unique pro controller. Um, is there a collector's edition of this? Collect. There is a collector's edition of this. I pre-ordered that. It's pretty bare bones though. It's Just an art book, book, steel book, and that's it. Yeah. And I look back at some of the other like special editions that aren't on Switch and like the Switch ones overall just haven't been great. It's been a bit disappointing. Yeah. You know, like I guess what the Elden Ring one. What you came got, in that? You got like the art book, statue. Yep. Like a massive PVC statue or like depending on which version you got, you got uh this one character's like like a life size helmet. It was like Oh nice. Like, it was it was great. Yeah. It cost a lot of money. A lot of but money. It was great. But but the option tab was good yeah i remember the samus returns one which i didn't get because i got it later on samus returns but came with the game i think it came with a seal book came with the morph ball keychain okay a cd of the soundtrack yeah um i'm missing one or two real like an art book as well i think and then but some like really cool stuff like you just don't you know like i just haven't seen nintendo try as hard i feel in these special editions of late it's usually just the art book steel case and that's, sort of and that's it. That's it. And that's that's yeah. always the basic, and then they get away with it. So, um, bit of a shame. So yeah, I pre-ordered that. The collector's edition fully won't come day one no. because this game got pushed forward. I feel there was some issues with getting everything lined up and ready. Okay. And so I'll get the game. I think posted physically the day before or on the day. So I don't even know if I'll get the game on day on the release day. Right, and then the collector's edition stuff come will come later in the yeah. year. So, all right, not ideal, but uh, no, not really. Yeah, 
it, it'll, I'll get it eventually. So that's fine. It'll, it'll happen. But yeah. um, I, I think overall, I was pretty impressed with the game and the features. Um, like, like we said, a lot of complexity, which is good and bad. But, you know, I it's a JRPG. It's what you come to expect. Um, yeah. It's, it's going to have those satisfying elements where if you know what you're doing, you can master it and it becomes a really enthralling, engaging yeah. experience, I feel. And it all comes down to how you set up your party and optimize yeah. what they do, what everybody's role is in, in battle. Yeah, that's right. And so, like you, I'm hoping the characters are a bit more engaging and fun. Yeah. I think the overarching story will be a bit more interesting than 2. I know I'm saying all this without fully playing 2, but I think the potential's all there for a really good entry in the series. Yeah. Yeah. 2 story got good eventually. Yeah, it just took too long. Just took too long. So it was, it's a slog to get. Would to lose real... marks for that, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Just it takes a long time to get to the meat. Mm, that's right. So I'm hoping that this one is a bit different. Yep. And it 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 seems like it from this trailer. Like you're not going to be playing a good portion of the game with like just one side. It looks like all six of them are meeting up fairly early on. Yes, it does seem like that. I reckon you're right. Yeah, I'm hoping that it's gonna it's gonna be like that, and they're just gonna throw you into the meat of it. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think that's the case, and and I think that's good, isn't it? You you, oh, you, yeah. you understand it a bit more straight away. You can play around, experiment with it, and yeah, um, the ability to switch the characters a lot more because I I didn't do I don't do that a lot with I haven't done that a lot with my with the first two games. It was yeah. sort of like I found my three, and I was pretty happy with it. But yeah. this seems seems like like you should really like be encouraged to switch and. Yeah, and give it a go because they're all there anyway. So that's um, right, and you can make yeah, anybody like, like yeah, because everybody has their own like locked in like role. They can change up, yeah, get better at some things and go from there. Go from there, yeah. Because it's like I remember like you get Ricky in the first game, and then I just never had Ricky in my party, and so you just uh, was yeah, it, it was Ricky, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like Ricky was always in the cutscenes, but never in my party. I'm like, oh yeah, Ricky, hello. <laughs> I forgot about oh, that Ricky. guy. <laughs> The one who speaks weird. Ricky's still here. That's good. Mine was um, Sharla, the healer. Yes. Never used her. Never used her. Yep. I, my party was uh, Shulk, Ryan, and Dunbat. Yeah, that was mine as well. Yeah, that were my three. That was that was my party like the whole way through. I like that was great. Party. That was yeah. Yeah. I every now and then I might switch out. Um, I get Fiora in every now and then, but yeah, I put Melia. Melia. Yeah, that was the other one to me. Um, yeah, but that was it. That was only when I fought like specific enemies. Yeah, those um like, big those monsters you need Melia for. Yeah. Um I can't remember the names now, but Yeah, the the Telethia. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Ether damage and we all did Yeah, that yeah, and then damage. I just yeah, like had to had to get Melia in for that. Otherwise, yeah. um you were you were no chance. So. Yeah. That was yeah, that, that was the same. I had my party and I just sort of stayed with you it. You just stuck with it. Yeah. And you're like well it makes sense because you level them up and you you like you level, make them good. Yeah. Whereas if you keep switching characters, you're probably, you know, spreading yourself thin-ish a bit more. Yeah. But I got the hang of those characters and I really, like, mastered the way that I battled with them. Yep. I got everything down to, like, a fine art and then, you know, I threw something else in there. I started, like, playing as Ricky <laughs> or put him in for a bit and I was like, why am I losing all the time? Uh, yeah, I reckon I had a similar experience. Ricky just never gelled and just like, nah. You're not in my party. You're, you're there was a, a specific band. way, specific way you could set up Ricky, and it was with like all the other characters that yep. worked really well with them. And then, like, ah, okay, so that's why, it, yeah, it didn't yeah. work. His stuff was very like 
he had a lot of debuffs, I guess, if we're going to yep. get, like, into this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we, we've been getting into it the entire time. <laughs> People who do not play Xenoblade Chronicles at all will no, this hate this episode. episode this is not the episode for you. And, and I'm not apologizing because this is what the content's been this week. So, yep. If you've listened this far, why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what people listen to this? I thought we just talk about it and I just release it. <laughs> just like throw it out into the. I void. just throw it out and then hopefully yeah. someone catches on to it. It's it's like when you're like you know we're trying to find new worlds here like and you just put something into a, a capsule and fling yeah. it into space and someone there. might look at it. Someone might understand our opinions on Ricky and why we don't like Ricky and <laughs> Xenoblade of Blake Chronicles one, but uh, <laughs> that is yet to be seen. But that's all right. <laughs> God, no, he he had his own spot. He had a lot of debuffs in his moves, and he like yep. he weakened the character a lot. So he worked good with like like Shulk, who did like high damage after they were debuffed. Yeah, and then after that, you could have like Melia. She worked good with him, and uh, Sharla mm. worked good with him as well. But I just like I never never used them. Never used them. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, not not at all. Yeah, don't no. Yeah. Okay. So that that explains it because yeah, I, I remember trying the same thing and just I kept dying. And you're yeah. like, nah, it's not happening. Here, I know what it is now. It reminds me of Jar Jar, and it's a kind of whole uh, that comedic side, isn't it? Yeah. A bit. Although I do like Ricky better than Jar Jar, but uh, yeah, yeah, I do. I like the Nopods in general, but uh, yeah, yeah, that that's the whole vibe, wasn't it? That comedic kind of. Uh, yeah. And then maybe He's, took it too far in two. He had his own cool little story. Um, yes. Which was a bit like. Like, it came left field because he was, like, you know, that comic relief. Yeah. But then there was a... Uh, he had, like, a bit of a deeper story and, like, it was it was good. I liked Ricky. Mm. Didn't I don't like Tora. I still don't like Don't like Tora. Tora. No, no, not as much. Um, he, um, yeah, they, they took it too far with it. Yeah, not, not, not as much of a fan. The worst part about him is that he's actually using it. Like, I had to have him <laughs> in my party for you a good portion have of the him game. as part of your team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah damn. It's like... He's like he's the best tank that you have for a long time until you get uh, somebody else. And after like once I got, <sighs> God, see you later. <laughs> Not gonna miss you. Yeah, nice knowing you. <laughs> so yeah, that was the that was the direct. It was it was good. It was good. Imagine that in a normal direct, people would hate it so much. That's why they had to do a separate one. I feel. I don't think they would have had. Um, they wouldn't have had as much. No, everything would have stayed really vague and. What was that? Yeah, that's right. So they had to do it. It's a month away, and we barely knew anything about the game. So yeah, now now we know enough we to know to go into it. Um, what I'm more excited for it now, more excited to play it and and to and to finish it and uh, yeah, I'm the same. Get my teeth stuck into it. So do we know when the next direct is? Do we have a date? It's r- heavily rumored for the 28th slash 29th, 29th for us of June. Okay. And so what today's the day of recording is the 26th for us, and yeah. so. They usually announce it a couple of days before, so I'd imagine an announcement tomorrow sometime. Cool. If it is happening. If it is happening. But uh, I think this just helps them do it, because they'll talk about their other games. They might mention three a little. Yeah. But they might ignore it completely, which would be fair, because they've just talked yeah. a whole bunch about it. Yeah, I don't think it'll be brought up at all. Yeah, and you're probably, you're probably right. So they'll, they'll use their 40 minutes, whatever they have, for, for other things. Yeah. Probably a bit more information about Scarlet and Violet. Maybe. I'd imagine. They're, they're coming at they're, the end of the year. There might be a little bit. Um, Pokemon Company usually like to separate their announcements, but mm. there have been times when, yeah, they do it part of the normal direct. I need more Lechonk. Lechonk. Let, let's. Lechonk. let's uh, they, they didn't announce the final starters at all, I don't believe, for um, Sword and Shield, the final evolutions. I think you had no. to find out into the game. 
I think we yeah. found out the middle ones, but not the end ones. Yeah, so. they never revealed the final ones. So, yeah, but we need more LeChonk and what that evolves into. I know it's not a starter, but I was just thinking about evolutions. Um, uh, Advanced Wars needs the release date. Yeah. I think they just have to announce it. I and, forgot about it, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a bit like that. So, whether they just announce it now, I don't know. The, the current world is going to change anytime soon. Whether they just shelve it. Just can the whole thing. And be a shame, wouldn't it? Yeah, for um, sure. I wonder if they would actually spend time to change story or features for it so they could Doubt release it. it. It's a lot of effort, it's isn't it? It's a lot of effort. Yeah, I think, I think it's not worth it at this point. It's something that's mostly a reskin. Yeah. You know? That's it. I think it. they're going to go into changing what the entire game's about. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, probably not worth it. Yeah, I think the big thing for me is New Breath of the Wild information, Advance Wars, if anything, uh, Metroid Prime remake or trilogy that's heavily rumoured. Yeah. Then, like, if they're going to, if they don't do Breath of the Wild, they need something else big. Whether that's a new Mario game or something different and big, yeah. And that's whether that's a new, different two D Mario or a new Donkey Kong three D thing or something. Yeah. So they need something else. Yeah, I, I I like that they're taking their time with the important IPs. Yeah. But it does feel like it's been a long time between drinks mm. for anything massive from them. Yeah, there hasn't been a yeah very very big. There's been great games, and I love oh, yeah. the niche stuff that they've released. Yeah. The, like, I even call Metroid Dread niche. Um, the WarioWares, you know, the Advance Wars, all this stuff. Um, but the big, big stuff, has, there has been a bit, bit of a gap. So Yeah. Yeah. And, like, like Arceus, Arceus was good. Mm. Oh, for sure. I liked that. That was announced uh, January uh, 2021, though, and that's a while yeah. ago. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Metroid Prime 4, I would love any information anything, on that. Anything Metroid. Trilogy I don't think that's ready. Four. Yeah, I think the trilogy or remake of 1 will be first and yeah. Prime is still a while away. Prime 4, anyway. If they do the trilogy, I think I've said it before, I don't want motion controls. No, no. Oh, yeah, that's right. Control stick, dual control yeah. stick controls will be, uh, be very good. I would love that for those games. Yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. They, they had a trilogy on the Wii and yes. they made it like even Prime. First one was all, it was all motion controls. Yeah, all of it. The, yeah, the first two they added it on, yeah. and then um, you could buy it on the Wii U as well. Yeah. So, like twenty six bucks, we can still get it for. Yeah. And I don't own I don't own trilogy. I own the games all by themselves outright, but yeah, not, not the trilogy. So. Didn't like motion controls. Just give me the controller. Yeah, it's it was cool for three, but it was gimmicky, wasn't it? Opening the doors and yeah, I think now yeah. I think I just prefer yeah the control stick. That's yeah. that's the way to go. And then, hey, like they've got a like, they got all these other IPs. They got like the Switch is still going. They still need to make stuff. And so, I really would love a niche weird thing, another niche weird thing to come. To find niche weird thing. Rhythm Heaven, Golden Sun, F Zero, Star Fox. Okay, down with you. Something yes. weird and different, you yeah. know. Something that's been long dormant. Yeah, you know, the Switch is going to be an eight-year, yeah, generation console, isn't it? So, yeah, finishing off Golden Sun would be good getting that last piece of the story that'd be great that's right that's right having that third game or like a new or f-zero fourth. would be good switch would be a good platform to do it on it would it really would oh, what else is there new chibi robo chibi robo chibi robo would pikmin be cool. is four is niche it's niche yep chibi a good chibi robo a, a non-platforming chibi robo, robo. yeah that's another expensive game on the gamecube that's another one i would that's love to see on a uh, nso style gamecube offering yeah that first one's very good apparently Never played it. Yeah, same. But apparently it's good. I heard it's great. Yep. That's really all I'm going off of. Yeah, that's all right. You just, just go off that. 
Same with Eternal Darkness. I never played Eternal yeah, Darkness. Yeah. I just, yeah, that'd be another good I one. It was one of like the biggest hits that Switch uh, the uh, GameCube had. Yeah, yeah. Punch so, yeah. Out. There's no Punch Out. <laughs> punch Out. Give me yeah. a Punch Out. Yeah, Punch Out would be fun. <laughs> Arms Two. Uh, Arms Two featuring Mike Tyson. And Mike Tyson. That would work. Legs. Arms and legs. Uh, yeah. What else? I can't, I'm trying to think. Oh, that's most of it. Kid Icarus. Hey. Love of Kid Icarus. Hey, that would be cool. I'm gonna. I'm playing the first one on the NES at the moment as well. Have you played Uprising on the 3DS? I want to. Very I don't cool. own it. So I can give it to you. You have it? I have it, yeah. Can I borrow it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'll give it to you. That's Heck great. yeah. Thank <laughs> you. You have it. I didn't know you had it. It's, it's hard to play. Yeah, I've heard it's weird to control. It's like... Sakurai as well made it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of those games you really have to make use of that uh, stand that the, yes, uh, the that 3DS they, came with. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, there's a lot of like claw, like hand cramp action happening. Yeah. And again, it's a rail shooter, so it's uh, yeah. Yeah, going to be weird and uh, yeah, you, need, you need to get on. that right. But it's fun. Yeah. I've heard fun. great things. Um, Drew from the House of Mario is another uh, SA podcaster and uh, he loves it. He's uh, raves yeah. about it. So yep. I've got to play it. That was one of my favorites on the 3DS. Yep. One of those uh, yeah gems yep. on the 3DS. Back Not in the enough day. people had it. No, no. Again, it's one of those, you know, they made it once and I don't think it sold too well. And uh, Left it. Yeah. There. It's 10 years old now. So Really? Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What are our lives? Uh, that's most stuff, Nintendo-wise, I feel. I think so. I think everything else has uh, been covered or made already on uh, yeah on the Switch. It's going to be a long time until there's a new Kirby game or yeah, that's Yoshi it. game. Yes, and you've already got entries of those. And yeah, so. like Donkey Kong. Haven't had something Donkey Kong. I, I love Donkey Kong Country. Tropical Freeze is amazing. Over uh, last month, played a lot of the original SNES one. Yep. Um, had a really good time. So. Got a really good sort of special place in my heart for oh, those now. Rabbids is coming out. Rabbids. We need, we need a release Rabbids. date. We need a release date we of do. that. I need that. Yep. Yeah. I love that first game. Yeah. Need yeah. more of that. Need more of that for sure. That's um. That's that's been that's quiet weird. for a while. So <laughs> I think that sparks of hopes due for a release date. Yeah. And that's that's one of those weird Nintendo titles. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah different again, isn't it? With the whole uh yeah strategy map overview kind of thing. Yeah. Not free flowing. Like you would think for a Mario game, yeah, that's right. Mm. Or for a Rabbit's game, for a Rabbit's game, yeah. <laughs> what a weird combo, you know. But it works. Apparently, it's very good. That's right. So, yep. yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, still, I swear you by do. It. You do rave it on it, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Clutching at straws here for any other weird IPs. Sin and Punishment. Obviously, we talked about that earlier. Um, I think I'm done. I can't think of anything yeah, else. Yeah, I think we're we're done. Well, yep. thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. What a, what a bumper episode about uh, strategy JRPG kind of games. Yeah. Uh, hope people liked it. I enjoyed it anyway. I it's think we did as well. Talk. That's the main thing. Thank you to Mickey, our producer, for helping us out in between things. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your answers. Um, let us know your favorite pod racing character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you like Ben Quadraneros? Yeah. Was he your favorite? <laughs> or were you Team Fud Sang? Fud Sang. Rats Terrell. Rats Terrell. Or my favorite, Wan Sandage. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Wan Sandage, man. He was the best. Sounds like a Wang Sandwich. Yes. Is that what they were trying to... A Wang Sandwich. Wow. He was great. Yeah. <laughs>
Only in the outer room can you get those kind that's of right. weird names. That's, that's weird. Right. <laughs> he looked like somebody like squashed a prawn and then just left him. Just, that's just, just what he looked like. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the sixty-four as well with those yeah. graphics, that's uh, yeah, it's, it's a recipe a for PS One Hagrid kind of stuff. There, yeah. Yep. <laughs> where, where can people find you, Alex? Not many places. I'm not very active. Honestly, I'm on. I, I've got an Instagram that I haven't posted on in about a year. I just sort of exist right You're now. You're there. You, you still scroll through it, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you look. Through, I throw out a like every now and then. <laughs> That's right. You know? <laughs> but but still, they can follow you and see all the previous work you've done and some of the amazing things you... Yeah, you still you, make stuff. You just don't post as much. In a while. I'll get back into it eventually. You'll get into it. That's it. you got a bit going on. So I've wanted to make things, but I just haven't had the space or time or money. Yeah. It's an expensive venture. Living life's expensive. It is. Goodness. <laughs> we work all the time. Oh, that's that's fine. That's uh, another another conversation. That's uh, yeah, lots of that. But yeah, beard face props on Instagram if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, we'll have uh, his links in the uh, show description. Cool. Thanks cool. for having me. I'll do. Thanks for coming on. All right. I think the we're done. Outro. <laughs> the outro plays. <laughs> Key music. <laughs> end of end of program. Bye, guys. <laughs>